This is Warrior's Way Podcast, Episode 2, and I'm James Eek. Getting started. I've always said that the hardest part of your martial arts training is walking in the front doors. It's easier in life sometimes to wish we could do something or think nice deep thoughts and have good intentions. Follow through, on the other hand, well, that takes courage. For most people, the big step is saying, sometimes after years of deliberation, to hell with it and seeking a school and walking in those front doors. So if you're listening to this and sitting on the fence, don't. Look around and find a school that's of interest to you. Call them up and hopefully you won't get any annoying high-pressured sales, but an instructor that cares more about the art and his students and the pressures of running a business. Set up a time and go. Be open-minded, friendly, and full of questions. Trust me, the instructor of the school will love your enthusiasm. There are a few things that all prospective martial arts students should think about. One, if you smoke, you need to quit. Not only will smoking kill you early, but it's the exact opposite of everything the martial arts is about. Two, eat right. The more active you are the more your body is going to crave fuel. You might as well fill it up with the good stuff instead of the garbage that most people feed themselves. 3. Learn to be a lifelong student. Nobody and no system has all the answers. If you're going to have longevity in the martial arts, you're going to need to learn how to empty your cup, roll up your sleeves, and get to work and realize you're never going to be content or have it all, and if you do... You're far better man or woman than all the greats who've come before you. Number four is fitness, 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 and more fitness. As a martial artist, you should accept nothing except the best from yourself, and this means your fitness level too. There are far too many martial artists and martial arts students who I've come across who can't even do 10 push-ups. While a good push-up isn't a defining factor in your martial arts ability, it does tell something about how serious or not someone is about truly improving themselves and reaching their full potential. If you want to get the full benefits of the martial arts and are serious about studying it, you need to be in shape. Period. You don't need to be an Olympic athlete, but you need to do your best to boost and maintain your personal fitness. This needs to be a lifelong thing. Medical conditions or genetic issues aside, this should be a priority. Number five is keep notes. You might not think you need them now, but years or decades down the road, you're going to be grateful for all the notes you make in class tonight, especially if you ever teach. Number six, service before self. There's a reason you bow to the dojo and bow to your partner and bow to your opponent and bow to your teacher. Everything is about cultivating three things. Gratitude, respect, and compassion. The way we go about it is through serving others. When we work out, we actually are helping our partner. The same goes even when we're sparring. We may superficially see everything as being about us, but at the root level, it's actually about helping someone else out. Some systems take this another step. In Balintwak, for instance, that's a Filipino martial art, You always train with one side assuming the role of the teacher and the other the role of the student. This doesn't mean that either is that role, but at that moment, it's the position and pattern they assume. 
I personally love this way of thinking. And when you think of it, even the most novice person is a teacher when the newest person joins up and starts training with them. As one of my instructors once said, when one person teaches, both learn. This is a great way of looking at things and a fantastic lesson for life. When we take our training out into the real world, we see our lives as being in service or helping others. And it's a good way of living our lives and makes a huge difference in the world around us. Think about it. 7. Learn to close your mouth and open your mind. Progress in anything takes the ability to turn off your brain and actually learn without putting your own two cents into the mix. True learning will only happen when we accept the fact that we don't know anything. 8. Check your attitude at the door. You might have decades of training. You might be a superstar. You might be the coolest thing since sliced cheese, but in the dojo, none of it matters. You're there to serve yourself and others. The biggest obstacle to most people in the progress is their own attitude. A good attitude will take you a long, long way in this life and in your martial arts. 9. Respect. Your instructor has likely been at this for, in many cases, as long or longer than you've been alive. For that alone, he deserves some respect. Out of that fact that he or she has devoted their life and time to spreading what they see as important and life-changing, and you can start to see the thread of why they deserve all the respect you can muster. And number 10 is relax. At the end of the day, you'll get where you're going, but you need to be gentle to yourself and realize that it's a long road that you're riding, and you're best to just take the peaks and valleys as another day along the way. So that was just a little bit more from my book, The Warrior's Way, A Guide to Lifelong Learning in the Martial Arts. Ten things that, you know, I think are pretty valuable for any of us to look at and to think about in when it comes to our training. Too easy, or it's too easy to just, you know, walk in and do the motions and leave. But, uh, I think these are pretty straightforward things. I'm just going to go over them again without reading them out. The first one is if you smoke, you need to quit. The second is eat right. The third, learn to be a lifelong student. Four, fitness, fitness, and more fitness. Number five is keep notes. Number six, service before self. Number seven, Learn to close your mouth and open your mind. Number eight, check your attitude at the door. Number nine, respect. And ten, relax. So again, I'm James Eek, and uh, I'm just breaking down a little bit of what this martial arts thing is. I've been doing the martial arts for, well, over, I guess, 38 years now. And I've trained in a whole lot of different things over those 38 years. So I'm just trying to expand on some of what I have written in my books, the stuff that I teach in my school. And uh, yeah, maybe just help out some people along the way who may be interested in training. But more than that, I'm hoping that as a result of this podcast that uh, 
the people that listen to it are going to improve their lives. At the end of the day, the martial arts is, I mean, it's awesome. But the lessons you learn are the things that really matter. The things that you're going to take into your life, the things that are going to make the biggest changes, the things that are going to make you look back one day and think, wow, I wonder wonder where I would be if it wasn't for that. And I can tell you, I've experienced that myself more than once. When I was doing basic training in the army and things sucked, I was glad of the things that I had learned in the martial arts, the lessons in endurance, the realization that this may be hard, but this too, it's going to end. Those are the things that helped get me through the hard times. And I think that's pretty good. You know, if training in something is going to make you more well-adjusted in your regular life, I think that's a pretty powerful thing. So what we're going to do now is I'm just going to throw out a few questions with some answers here that uh, people come to me all the time with. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you have any questions that you might want me to talk about, please forward them on and I'll do my best. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is why it's so important to find the right school. As we know, there's a whole lot more to choose from nowadays. When I was a young guy first starting the martial arts, there really wasn't very much to choose from. You know, you uh, were lucky if you found one or two schools that were in your town. Nowadays, there seems to be, you know, many flavors that we can choose from. But of course, not all of them are great. Or as I, you know, like to explain to my students, sometimes in life, just because something looks like an orange, it's not always an orange. And what that means, it's kind of like that uh, idea, buyer beware. You know, there are so many people out there who are providing a service, but that service might not be the best. I'm sure we've all taken our cars to a mechanic and only to find out that they weren't really the best mechanic. Or we bought something thinking that it was great only to find that it broke. Martial arts isn't much that different. You're going to find some gems and then you're going to find some others that, well, they were a lesson in your life. So why it's important to find the right school is that the martial arts are something that most people... Um, once you start doing it, it's going to really kind of change your life in a whole lot of different ways. Um, and if it has the ability to do that, you're best off learning it from people who really understand what they're doing. Um, and if they don't understand, I'm not saying that any instructor should be perfect, by the way. What I'm getting at is kind of like I say to my students, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you to figure out some questions you might have. And if I don't have those answers, we'll figure it out together. And I, I kind of like that way of looking at things. Um, you don't have to know everything as an instructor. You should be trying to perfect your art. You should be working hard. You should be doing tons of research. You should be still training. You definitely should be getting out there and training with the best of people. What you shouldn't be doing is 
simply expecting your students to believe in what you're putting down just because you're the guy or the girl standing out in front of the class. Just like anything, you know, if you're a medical doctor, I would hope you're trying to still become a better doctor and not just going with what you learned when you were in medical school, however long ago or short ago that was. If you find the right school to train in and all of these things work, then what you have is something that has the potential to be amazing. It's like I, I say to my students, in finding my teacher, Gurdan Inosanto, it was almost like finding a treasure. And for some people, you're given a treasure and you don't even realize you have it. You know, you give a um, diamond to someone who doesn't know what a diamond is and they might think it's a hunk of glass. You find a gem of a teacher or a gem of a school and you really should see it for what it is and take care of that and help it to become such a part of your life that all of the magic can really happen. And I guess the inverse of that is if you find yourself in the wrong school and uh, you find a whole lot of people that are in it for themselves, it's all about ego it's all about being better than the other person. It's all about, you know, partying and being kind of the person you were before you started training. Well, that's probably not the place that you want to be. A martial art should expect something from you, just like you should expect something from your instructor. And that is a constant striving for being better. I think that's important. So the next thing that we're going to look at, it, and I'm not a nutritionist, by the way, um, but what kind of foods should you eat or drink? And I think uh, that this is important because if we look at our bodies, we're basically these... Um, furnaces that are burning calories and everything we put into us is what we become in a lot of ways. And if we put just junk into our body, we can't expect it to perform the best. Right? So what I would suggest is that you make sure that you get every single day, make sure you're eating fruit, make sure you're eating vegetables, Make sure you're getting some kind of protein. And I'm not going to say never have, you know, a little bit of chocolate or don't enjoy your life. But make that kind of a treat, just like it should be. Make healthy choices in what you put into your machine. Because if you, just like your car, you know, if you choose some gasoline out of a rusted container that you don't know where it came from and pour that into your car and expect it to perform at a high level, well, you're probably going to find yourself sitting on the side of the road. Just like a, a vehicle, our bodies need good things. And it's not just good things as in food either, right? It's the way we think about ourselves. It's the things that we surround ourselves with. It's our the people that we run with too. You know, if you hang around with the wrong people that 
drag you down, that fill your life with negativity, you have to ask yourself too, is that the right thing for you? And this, you might be asking yourself, what does that have to do with martial arts? It has everything to do with martial arts. The martial arts is not just about what you do in that dojo. It is not about punching and kicking and rolling around on the ground. The martial arts really is about making your life into something. It's about becoming a martial artist. And I think that's a very interesting thing if you let it. And in terms of what you should drink, well, (laughs) again, your body needs water, you know. So make sure you're getting a lot, well, not a lot of it, but enough of it. Make sure that you are avoiding things like pop, soda. Make sure if you are drinking alcohol, it's in moderation. Make sure that you are taking care of the needs of your machine. You do that, and I think you're taking a step in the right direction. The next is, what is the best age to start training? When people ask me this, I always answer the same way. How old are you right now? (laughs) Because really, that's the answer. How old are you right now? Are you 10? Are you 20? Are you 40? 60? 80? All of these ages are perfectly fine to start training the martial arts. Now, does that mean that every martial art is perfect for all those ages? No, of course. But you can train at any age. You can train at any age. There's no retiring from it. My teacher, Dan Santo, right now, he's almost 82 years old and he still trains like crazy. You know, a whole lot of my friends are older than me and I'm 49 right now. And there are, some of them train harder than I do. And I train five days a week. <laughs> you can train at any age. And in fact, I think that if martial arts is something that you've always thought about doing and you've somehow managed to slough it off all this time, get at it and do it because you will be grateful that you did. So the next one and the last question that we're going to look at is a bit of harder one for some people you've never been to the gym and you talk about fitness so what should you do well first of all get to the gym period you don't need to have a personal trainer though they can help you don't need to have fancy clothes you don't need to go to a fancy gym you can get yourself some things and work out in your own gym or your basement to be honest with you But there's some things that I would suggest, and that is to get some weights, whether it is barbells or dumbbells or kettlebells, doesn't really matter. But what you need to do is you need to be doing some kind of exercise that is pushing. Then you need some exercises that are pulling. You need some exercises that are pushing above your head. You need some exercises that are hinging your body. And you need some exercises that are lifting your body, or not necessarily your body, but the weight. Oh, and then as well, lifting your body. So things that I'm talking about, lifting your body, pull-ups. And yeah, you might say to yourself, I've never been done a pull-up in all my life. How the heck am I going to do pull-ups? 
You know how you do pull-ups? Practice doing pull-ups. You just get a bar and you pull yourself up. <laughs> if you can't do that, you do what we call negatives. So you stand on something, get yourself so your chest is over the bar, then hold yourself up there as long as you can, and then slowly lower yourself off. You should can do some push-ups, right? And if you can't do push-ups, and by the way, push-ups are push-ups. That's not on your knees, okay? Push-ups are your body is off the ground. And you might think, oh, well, I can't do that. I should do them on my knees. No, do as many as you can without being on your knees. You need to build core strength. That's the thing about a push-up. It's also building a whole lot of other things in you, but core strength is really important for keeping your body in the proper position for a push-up. And again, the way you get good at doing push-ups is do push-ups. Deadlifts, I think, are a great thing to do. You have to be careful, you know, until you're strong enough, make sure you're not overdoing it when you're doing a deadlift. You don't want to go to a huge weight to start off with and end up injuring yourself. Things like kettlebell swings, you know, uh, chest press, rowing, all of these things are great. Now, a lot of people ask me about cardio. Should they be doing cardio? I think you should be doing things that raise your heart rate, whether it's walking or jogging or getting on the air bike or whatever. But don't get into this view that there is this thing that is called cardio. Cardio is just raising your heart rate. If you're doing jujitsu and your heart is through the roof, you're doing cardio. <laughs> Right? You don't need to be running down the street. Does that mean running's not good for you? Running is great for you. But I think that you should run because you like to run, not because you think you need cardio. You can get that elevated heart rate in a lot of different ways. So what you should do, you should train, first of all. You don't need to get into shape before you start martial arts. So you need to do martial arts first and foremost, as well as hit the gym. And I think this is something that everybody needs to do. Not only is it better for your training and you're going to get more out of your training, but it's healthy for you. It builds stronger bones. It builds stronger body. Again, this is a machine and it is meant to do certain things and be a certain way. And if we spend our lives sitting or we never really feel what it's like to be a human, I mean a real human being, then what are we doing? You know, we forget about that sometimes, I think. And getting in the gym allows us to find that aspect of ourselves. You don't have to become, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Universe. You don't have to, you know, be massive. You can just be fit. And what you'll find is that that feeling is a very good feeling. Going from not being able to do any push-ups to being able to crank out however many is a great feeling. Being able to not be able to do pull-ups and then suddenly you can pull your chin and all the way over the, the bar, that's a good feeling. Increasing your weight in your deadlift is a great feeling. It makes you feel empowered the same way that you will feel when you're training in jiu-jitsu or kickboxing or whatever and you see the progress. 
So there you go. And that's, that's about all that I have for this podcast. Uh, the next podcast, I think we're going to start looking at um, a different book and a different master, like if, if that's the right word to use, a different martial artist. And in future podcasts, we're going to continue to, to go down this road. So until then, if you're not training, look in your community and see what is there. And if you find a school, join it. And if you join it, get into class. The martial arts is going to really improve your life. And then if you're already training, ask yourself, how am I taking what I'm learning on the mats and bring it into my life? And what can I do to do that more? How can I be better? Examine how you can become more fit, how you can be more healthy, how you can be better in your community and with your friends and in your relationships, and how you can get more out of your life. Because really, you know what? We only have one, and we might as well get the most out of it that we can. So there you go. The Warrior's Way podcast is not just about martial arts, it's about life. If you have any questions, let me know. If there's anything that you'd like me to touch on, let me know. And until next time, I'm James Eek. Train hard and have some fun. Bye.